Hey friends, welcome back to the channel. In today's episode of Book Lessons, I'm going to reveal all the books I've read in the last one and a half years. It's in total over 80 books that we're going to go through in a rapid fire session. And I hope they serve you as inspiration for what you could read next, as well as give you some practical ideas about life in general. So let's jump right in. The first book I want to talk about is Humankind by Rutger Brigman. And this is a fantastic book, especially because over the last few years, our hopes for a better future have been crushed over and over and over again. And this book shows in detail, while humankind is better than we think. Why it is not as worse as we think. For example, one big lesson is that humans always hate violence. What they found, for example, in the Civil War in the US, most weapons were never fired. Most deaths in war actually are accounted by a small percent of soldiers who make most of the kills. Almost everybody else does not kill anybody, not because they're bad soldiers, but because they're human and they don't want to kill anybody. So this is a fantastic book to make you hopeful about the future. And I love this read. I read it in two days. Like that's how good this book is. And as you can see, it's quite thick. And I have so many markers and this has been such a fantastic read. Secondly, we've got The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jai Papasan. And this is so fantastic. You can read this probably in a day. But the concept behind this is so crucial to our busy lives. And there's a great mantra in this book that says, until the one thing is done, everything else is a distraction. Which means you need to deconstruct what is my one thing. And I, like, I learned so many lessons from this small book that has 200 pages, very well designed, and I just loved it. And it has got me so many insights. The next two books are from Greg McKeown, the author of Essentialism and Effortless. And those two books are so fantastic. Essentialism is similar to this book about what does really matter? What do you need to focus on? And then the other book is about, well, how do you make it effortless to make progress on what really matters? Both of these books are great. Greg McKeown is a fantastic writer and you're going to get so many lessons from this book. Next up, we've got No Rules Rules by Reed Hastings, CEO of Netflix and Erin Meyer. And this has been such a fantastic read and I learned so much about culture, leadership. For example, Netflix pays people at the top of the market and they don't give any bonuses. They get everything full in pay and they found that this increases motivation and fulfillment of employees. They found this works better than if you pay employees for their performance. So I learned so much about, well, how do you have an organization with little rules that is highly effective? So this is a fantastic read for anyone who is in business. You're going to learn so much about how to build a great culture, how to motivate. And yeah, I just loved this book and it's beautiful too. The next one that we have is Will by Will Smith. It's his autobiography. It came out like in 
November 2021. And this is such a fantastic read. He's co-written this with Mark Manson. And the writing style of this book is so fantastic. And over the last few months, Will has been in a lot of controversial after the Oscars. And this video has been recorded in April, so I don't know what's going to happen next. But I recommend this to anyone who wants to learn about life. And one thing I never knew about Will, for example, is that he is a very driven, ambitious person. He wanted to be the biggest movie star in the world, but he was pretty miserable doing it until he later learned, well, how do I enjoy the moment? How do I stop this suffering? Because he was always pushing himself to the edge with no limits, no recovery. So this is a great book to entertain you, to learn something. And I just learned so much about life. And there's a great poem in this book by Edgar Guest. And I'd like to read it to you because it changed my life. And it's sermons we see. I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one should walk with me than merrily tell the way. The eye is a better pupil and more willing than the ear. Fine counsel is confusing, but examples always clear. I love this and it's a little bit deeper, but you can find it. It is Edgar Guest, Sermons We See. And I love this book. Now let's move on to the next one, which is Anti-Fragile by Nassim Nicholas Talib. And when I read this book, I was blown away by the simplicity and the genius of this concept. And I wondered why has never anyone discovered this? So the idea behind this book is super simple. There are things that get worse with turmoil and chaos. There are things that are stay the same. For example, things that get worse are things like glass in a box. If you throw it down on the floor, it's going to break at some point. Those things are fragile. Now the things that are stable are the ones that if you throw them on the floor, they're not going to break, but they're not going to get better. And then there are things that actually get so much better by chaos. We humans are a good example. We often think that we are fragile, that we're going to break in the face of adversity, but the truth really is we're going to get so much stronger in the face of difficulty. And this concept seems so simple and it is, but it is brilliant and it explains so much about our human journey and how you can stay hopeful in the face of adversity and challenges. Now, to be honest, this book, it has 400 pages and you could probably written this in 200 pages. Like sometimes Nassim just rambles a bit, but I would recommend this to anybody who wants to understand hope, wants to understand personal power, wants to understand confidence. This is so helpful. And there's so many lessons in this fantastic book. Then next up, we've got The 5M Club by Robin Sharma. And this book is a piece of art. It is beautifully written, has a beautiful story, and so many great models and frameworks. And Robin, he has spent four years writing this marvelous book. And honestly, it has absolutely changed my life because it got me to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. And I've been doing this for three years. It's been such a massive difference maker in my life. I've installed the morning routine that he proposes in this book. And for anyone who wants to start their days better, perform better on a daily basis, be more productive, this is a must 
read about success, productivity, and habits. Such a beautiful book. Next up, we've got Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. This is a classic and this is a must read. Millions of people have read this book and it has changed their life. And there are so many great concepts. As I can see, over 40 million copies sold. And that is for a reason, because Stephen is such a great writer. And he has such a pristine language and the concepts he shares are so clear. And one big concept that I want to share is his circle of influence and his circle of concern. So most people, they focus on the things they can't control. They focus on what their politicians are doing or what celebrities now in or whatever in the crisis they're in. But that is not inside your control. You can't do anything about it. But then there are the things that is your circle of influence, things that you can control, things that you can influence. And if you focus on what you can control, what you can control grows. But if you focus on what you can control, what you can control grows. So your circle of influence shrinks over time. Then next up, we've got two marvelous books called Blue Ocean Strategy and Blue Ocean Shift. And this is more like the concept and this is the workbook that comes along. And man, these have changed my life. It's about business strategy. How do you distinguish yourself from the competition so you stand out and are basically a category of one? And this is such a fantastic read. I highly recommend it to everybody who is either an entrepreneur, who is in an organization or who wants to learn about, well, how do I stand out? These are such fantastic reads and you can learn so much about business and life in these books. Then next up, we've got Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And this is a marvelous book. Again, this is a piece of art. This is a piece of art and it is beautifully written. I mean, if you know Matthew McConaughey, you're going to love this book. You're going to love it. And there are so many nuggets, so many pieces of wisdom. I've learned so much from Matthew, which on the surface, I wouldn't have anticipated because I thought he's a celebrity, a movie actor. But there's so much wisdom that he can share. And you're going to learn a lot from this book. And you're going to be so entertained by reading this. I loved this book. Then next up, what we have is we've got two books by... Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. The one is called The Gap and The Gain. And this is a must read if you want to be happy in life. Because the core concept of this book is most people measure themselves in regards to where they should have been. Like, I want to start that business, I want to build a million dollar business, but I'm just barely making five figures. You measure where you're lacking and that's why you're unhappy. The happiest people in the world, they look back and see how far they've come. And that gives them the fuel, the motivation to keep on moving forward. This concept changed my life. It changed how I see things. And before I read this book, obviously, I was doing a gratitude journal. But now I see the world just so much differently. So this has been a fantastic read. And then we've got Who, Not, How. And the concept is simple, but so profound. When you're trying to figure something out, 
When you're trying to do something you've never done before, the wrong question to ask is how can I do this? That will just get you stuck. The real question you should ask is who can help me do this? Who's done it before and go and show me the way or do it for me? That way you can go 10x faster and this has changed my life. Because now I feel like I don't have to do everything myself. I can get help. I can enroll others into my vision and have them help me along the journey. And so many entrepreneurs, they feel like they need to do everything themselves. When in reality, you don't. You just don't. So fantastic read. The next one is a German book. It's called Souverän Investieren. And I thought I'd include it here because this book is the best book on finances I've ever read. Like seriously, it is so good. It's about ETF and investing. And it is something most people, when they talk about finances and investing, never talk about. So this changed my life. I read this in 2017 and now I read it in 2022 again because I wanted to learn more about how do I invest my money. So the premise of this book is it's you invest in index funds, which you have assets all over the world. You just don't invest in the S&P 500. So you invest in the entire world index. That way you have more things to gain while lower risk because you're not tied to one economy. And the core premise of this book is when you're investing, you shouldn't optimize for highest returns but for lowest costs. There are hidden costs of investing. For example, you have to pay fees for your broker and so, but if you invest in index funds, for example, and you pay like 0.05% fee, it is so much more efficient and lucrative than if you optimize the returns. And this is so counterintuitive. But I love this and that's why I invested with a bank where I pay zero fees for my index funds that I buy. Zero fees. Now that is obviously going to give me greater returns because I don't have to pay anybody to manage my brokerage account and whatnot. So when you invest, the main lesson I learned from this book is reduce cost as much as possible. Reduce cost as much as possible and then think about how can I optimize my returns. So this has been a fantastic read. I understand that not everybody can read this and unfortunately it's not been translated into English but this is a fantastic read. Next up we've got Untrue and this is I think our first relationship book and it is by Wednesday Morton. And this is a fantastic read. The subtitle says, "Where well, nearly everything we believe about women and lust and infidelity is wrong or untrue. And how surprising new signs of the female libido can set us free. So this is about women and their desire for sex. And this just changed my life. It just changed my life. It changed my sex life. And it changed also how I see relationships how I want my relationships to be in the future. So this is a fantastic read. Everybody should read this. 
Like most people, they haven't read a single book about relationships or sex. And if you're one of them, this is a must read. I can only recommend this if you want to have better sex. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, this will benefit you. It will change your perspective. Next up, we've got Think Again by Adam Grant. And this is in a book that has been released in 2021. And it's absolutely changed my life. There are so many great concepts and it's all about, well, how do you stay psychologically flexible? For example, one concept is there are people who are overconfident and then there are people they have no confidence. And what you want to do, what you want to be is you want to have confident humility. You want to believe in yourself, but you want to question your ways of doing things. So this is a great concept and you will learn so much about yourself and an approach to life that I can only highly recommend this book. Next up, we've got Spiral Dynamics, Mastering Values, Leadership and Change. And this is a concept, I've done an entire video on this concept and it literally changed my life. And I know I say this a lot about these books because they changed my life, but this changed my life. This changed how I see people because it explains why people do what they do. And is it true that you sometimes think like, why the heck did they do this? What's the reason behind this? This explains why to a good degree. It's not the perfect fit all answer. Of course not, but it will teach you so much about influence. It will teach you so much about why people do what they do. And the premise of this book is that there are different stages people go through. And at different stages, obviously they have different mindsets, different attitudes towards life. So this has been a huge game changer. The next book that we've got is High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And this again is a fantastic book. It is based on the largest study ever done on high performers. So what they found is that the six key habits of high performers are the following. First, seek clarity. Secondly, generate energy. Thirdly, raise necessity. Fourthly, increase productivity. Fifthly, develop influence. And sixthly, demonstrate courage. These are the things that matter most if you want to be a high performer. And surprisingly, they found that creativity, for example, wasn't on the list. It was not in the top six. And you're going to learn so much about how do you stay on your A game every single day. And Brandon has also created a planner, the high performance planner. And I had been using that for two years, every single morning. And that just changed my life because with so much intention that you go in every day, you can only improve. So this has been a huge game changer. The next book is Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus. And this is a book about productivity, it's about health, optimization, all these things, brain hacking. It's about optimized practices for waking, working, learning, eating, training, playing, sleeping, and sex. And that's what it is about. So it is going through the stages of your day and giving you optimized habits and practices that you can use to be on your A-game every single day. I love this book, great read, and really helped me so much. Then, 
The next book we have is That Will Never Work by Mark Randolph. And he is the co-founder of Netflix. As you can recall, we had No Rules Rules by Reed Hastings, the CEO. And Mark Randolph was the first CEO of Netflix. And this is all about the birth of Netflix and the amazing life of an idea. And that everybody, when you have a big idea, thinks that will never work. It just won't. So Mark talks about the story of Netflix and the idea, how it really came together and how they figured it out. It's about the early years of Netflix, how he was managing Netflix at first, a mistake he's made, and also very humbly about, well, the moment when he got replaced by Reed as the CEO, because he and Reed realized, well, he wasn't the CEO that they needed. So this is such a great read. I highly recommend it. If you're in business, for example, this will give you so many insights. And that is such a great read. Then, three more books. We've got Jim Collins. If you've never heard about Jim Collins, he's a famous business mentor, has written like five, six books that are all major bestsellers. This good to great. His best book has sold over 3 million copies and counting. It's been read by so many people. And this book literally changed my life as well as those. And I also have one more book by him. We're going to go into that later. It's a little bit different. But any of those, if you're in business, if you run an organization, if you have high ambitions, you should read this book. These books. They're going to make such a huge difference in your life. Now, the next few books are a small one, Steal Like an Artist. And this you can probably read like in 30 minutes. It's really small and honestly, I didn't get so many ideas, but it was cool to read, very beautifully designed, and it just gives you something to think about. And it talks about why you should steal like an artist and create your own way of doing things, somewhat like that. Didn't change my life, but I like to read it. The next one is Nobody Wants to Read Your Shit by Stephen Pressfield. I love this. This is so great. Nobody wants to read your shit. It's about, well, how do you tell a story? How do you write books that people actually do want to read? Because nobody wants to read your shit. Nobody wants to read another book so you need to be clear what is the value proposition and how do I need to write it. And Stephen Pressfield, he just has this unique style and I can recommend any of his books. Turning Pro, The War of Art, they're all so great reads and they're really easy to read because he has this easy writing style that I just love. It's just amazing. Next up we've got The Millionaire Messenger by Brendan Burchard. And this is about the knowledge industry, how you can share your message, become paid for it, and make a fortune by sharing what you know and teaching other people how to improve their lives. And I got this book because I was at one of Brendan's events in 2019 at The Influencer. And it was a gift. And on the flight back home, I literally devoured this book, like on the flight from San Diego to Germany. It was really amazing. And... I learned so much from Brandon about how do you share your message? How do you influence people? How do you create campaigns and 
posts and videos that people like to watch. So highly recommend it. I highly recommend learning from Brandon Burchard. His high performance training is amazing as well as his marketing training. It is so powerful. I've learned so much. Next up, we've got Stories That Stick by Kendra Hall. And this is all about storytelling. And if you're in business, this book is a must read because it tells you how do I position myself as an authority? How do I tell my story? How do I tell a story of my customers, like success stories? Those things are so vitally important for your success in business. And honestly, I'm going to reread this in a few months because I learned so much from this book. This is highly, highly recommended. Next up, we've got Lori Gottlieb. Maybe you should talk to someone. And this is such a fantastic read. The subtitle says, A Therapist, Her Therapist, and Our Lives Revealed. And I love this book. I read it in like a few days. And it is about the stories we tell ourselves and the beliefs we have. She's a therapist, but she needs to get her own therapist. And it is a brilliant story about how she realized, learned about herself as well as some of her clients. And it is beautifully written, very entertaining. And I learned so much about life, about other people. And this is really highly recommended. You're going to love this book. Next up, we've got Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And this is all about creativity and overcoming fear and living your bold life. And I really like this book. Honestly, I don't remember that much about this book, but it really changed a bit of my perspective. So I can highly recommend reading this book. It will not give you 10 different ideas that you can start today, but it will change your perspective. Next up, we've got Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And this is literally like a bestseller. People are reading it all the time. Over 1 million copies sold. And this is really like so entertaining, greatly written. And I understood so much about myself because I could recognize myself in her story and in her struggles. So people are loving this book. I loved it too. I devoured it in with a few days and I highly recommend it. The next one that we have is Conscious Leadership. And honestly, this is a book that I didn't finish. It was good, but it didn't blow me away. So I honestly have some more way to go. Then next up, we've got Range. How Generalists Triumph in a Specialized World by David Epstein. And it is all about you shouldn't do one thing, just one thing your entire life. No, you should create a, a range of skills that you perfect, that you get really good at. And that way nobody else can replicate you. Nobody can do what you do. And this is huge. I learned so much about this. I felt so much better about myself because honestly, that's what I do. But I always felt like I'm spreading myself too thin. But afterwards, I learned, well, the way I do it is actually pretty good. So range is something that I highly recommend. It's going to change your perspective on skill development, mastery, becoming the best in the world. So I highly recommend it. Next up, we've got Lynchpin by Seth Godin. 
And it's all about how do you become indispensable? How do you become the best in the world at what you do? And I really like this read, nothing more to say honestly, but I highly recommend reading it. Next up, we've got Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And Joe Dispenza literally changed my life. Like he changed my perspective on life, on what's possible, the power of the body and the mind. I mean, what he talks about in his book is that the, like the mind has the power to create disease. If you're in the wrong mindset, if you're too much a giver or you have destructive thoughts, then you can literally create disease in your body. And your body, your mind can actually heal your body. If you change your mind, you will change the biology in your body because of epigenetics. Genes are turned on and off based on their environment. Now, a huge part of the genetic environment is our mind, how we see things. Are you living in anxiety? Are you living in fear? Are you living in worry? Do you have any energy? So this book literally changed my life. And the story of Joe Dispenza is also pretty incredible because the way he got to this, and he's been doing this for 30 years or so, but he had a biking accident and he had to have surgery, but he didn't want to. And he felt like, well, I'm a chiropractor. The body should be able to heal itself. And that's literally what he did. Like people, it was an immense accident that he had and he healed himself within weeks, just with the power of his thoughts. Sounds incredible, I know, but highly recommend this. Next up, we've got Powerful. And this is, again, from someone who worked at Netflix. They, they've read so many books, but I love this one. It's not as good as That Will Never Work and No Rules Rules. It is more an HR book, but I can highly recommend it, Building a Culture of Freedom and Responsibility. And that is honestly a mantra that I love, freedom and responsibility. Freedom comes along with responsibility. If you want freedom, you have to take responsibility. So I love this, great book. The next one is by Patrick Bad David, Your Next Five Moves. This is all about business strategy. How do you build the business you envision and how do you create a team? How do you ensure that your business succeeds? Highly recommend it. It's also recommended by Ray Dalio, for example. And that's a great book. I love it. And the last book in this bunch of books, uh, we have got so many more coming up. Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. This is super thick, but this is basically a recollection of everything is learned in like 10 years of doing his podcast. So you learn lessons from Arnold Schwarzenegger and all these other celebrities he's had on his podcast. And honestly, this is not a book you read cover to cover. You pick it up maybe and then you just read something from, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Seth Godin. And there are great quotes and great stories and it's just easy to read. Really, you don't read it cover to cover. That's not what you do with this book. But I really liked this book. Now, let's move on to the next pile of books. The next book that we have is Happy Money by Ken Honda. And this is a smaller book, but I just read this and this is wonderful. I've actually read this twice because this is so good. And it is all about your attitude towards money and how it influences how much money you earn and how you feel about your money. 
And the truth is, most of us, we feel like we never have enough money. And it is a trap because everybody says that. It says the people who have $2 a day and they obviously don't have enough money. But also the billionaire often feels like I don't have enough money. And that is because of our money scars and different beliefs we have about money and our attitude. And this changed my attitude. It's why I read it twice and I'm probably going to read it a few more times because this literally changed my attitude towards money. And it's good to remind yourself of this perspective on money. Highly recommended, good writing style, and I just like it. Next one, we've got Indistractable by Nir Eyal. And this is a great read, really good writer, and it's about how do you become indistractable? How do you stop getting distracted? How do you get deeply focused in this world where everybody wants your attention? And I really love the ideas in this book. For example, cleaning up your desktop. That is something I had to do or turning off notifications. It's an easy read. And I really like the ideas of this book, both practical, but also from a philosophy standpoint. Next one, we've got Attached by Dr. Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. And this is a great book. Attachment is something that you should learn about if you want to have great relationships because they dictate so much about how our relationships unfold and that teaches us so much about our patterns, the different patterns that we have. And again, I've done an entire video on the different attachment styles that exist. So I highly recommend that you check out this book or check out that video because this is a concept you must understand if you want to have happy relationships. And we all know relationships are the juice in life. Next up, we've got Write Useful Books by Rob Fitzpatrick. This is a really short read and I love it. It's about how do you write useful books, just as the title says. And there are so many great ideas. I'm a writer, that's why I read this book. And it's so pristine and just to the point. It doesn't waste your time. That's something I appreciate about books. Next up, we've got Zero to One by Peter Thiel. And this is a great book. What Peter talks about is that startups are the ones who are going from zero to one, make the big leap. And then afterwards, organizations turn one into 10 or 100. But zero to one is the hardest thing to do. And this is where you get the biggest returns if you're an investor. And I learned a lot. It's not a thick book. You can read this probably in two, three days. So I really liked it. And so many great ideas, a different perspective on investing, on startups, on money. So I really liked the book. The next one that we have is The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Bouchard. Nine declarations to claim your personal power. And I really like this one. This is beautiful, like a piece of art. Again, it is just beautiful. And it's like the declaration of motivation. It's written in the tone of the Declaration of Independence. And this is just a great book. It's not that easy to read, to be honest, because it has this writing style of like the 1700s. But this is a fantastic book. So many lessons, so much inspiration. And if you're lacking motivation, this is a book you must read. Next one, we've got At Your Best by Carrie Newhoff. 
And this is all about how do you manage your energy. And one of the things I learned from this book was that time management really is energy management. How you manage your time is not as important as how you manage your energy. So what you should do is you should do the work that matters most at the times when you have the most energy, when you're in the green. And that requires awareness to realize when am I at my best? How can I structure my day? So I get the things done that need to get done at the times when I have the most energy. At your best, great book. It talks about time, energy, priorities. And it also talks about how do you avoid burnout? How do you stop being so overwhelmed or stressed out? So this is a great read, highly recommended. Next up, we've got Happier No Matter What by Tel Ban Shahar. Um, a happiness researcher and this is really a great book cultivating hope resilience and purpose in hard times I read this a few weeks ago and it really changed my life and the premise of this book is this if you try to become happy you're going to be unhappy because trying to become happy that makes the unhappiest people because they make the wrong choices however you can achieve happiness by pursuing it indirectly see Aiming for happiness directly, making that your most important goal, that's going to lead to misery. However, if you focus on five different kinds of well-being, you will naturally become happy. The five are spiritual well-being, physical well-being, intellectual well-being, relational well-being, and emotional well-being. If you focus on those and pursue happiness indirectly, you are going to be happy. And those, th this book is really amazing. I learned so much. Next up, we've got The Psychology of Money. And this is beautifully written, over 1 million copies sold, and it was published in 2020. And this is such a great book, one of the best books on money I have ever read. And it teaches so much about your attitude towards money, that sometimes doing the thing that most people think is a bad idea is actually a good idea. For example, what he talks about is that peace of mind is something that is priceless. For example, he talks about that he has bought his house with cash. He has no loan, nothing. He bought it with cash. And when he tells that to some of his wealthy friends, they ask him, why? Why would you do that? And he realized nothing is as priceless as my peace of mind. And knowing that I own this was super valuable for him is not for valuable for everyone, but he thought this is the right thing to do. Then another thing that I loved about this book was the, I, I think the, the super sport car metaphor. And it's about that nobody cares about the person in the Ferrari. Everybody envisions themselves driving the Ferrari. So those status symbols, they actually don't make you more recognized. They make you more invisible. Because everybody wants to have what you have, but nobody wants to be with you. There's a better way to pursue respect and recognition by being a kind person and doing all those things. So it's really great. Next up, we've got the bingo theory. I read this probably at the beginning of 2021. Really great book about relationships. I learned so much about relationships. I highly recommend it. I don't actually know that many details of the book anymore, but I do remember that I really learned a lot about myself and 
about polarity. Next up, we've got Influence is Your Superpower by Zoe Chance. And this is a fantastic book. If you don't know Zoe Chance, then I highly recommend you watch a video on the Ed Milet podcast with Zoe Chance. Such a beautiful person. And I learned so much about influence. The biggest takeaway from this book was the simple question. What would it take? What would it take? And the story behind this is really brilliant. She talks about one person who was like Africa. And there was a village where... Women were always captured and enslaved. And obviously they wanted to stop that. And the person who went there thought like, well, we need to fix the system and do all these things. But the person was smart enough to ask, well, what would it take? And the women there simply said, we need a fence. So the elephants don't go into the village, destroy our food, and we have to basically sell the women so everybody has something to eat. So they installed a fence and that problem was solved. What would it take? What would it take? Such a great question because if you ask what would it take to make six figures? The answers are there. So the quality of your life is dependent on the quality of your questions. Next up, we've got Fair Play by Eve Rodsky. And this changed my life. If you're in a relationship If you're in a long-term relationship, this is a must-read, especially if you have kids. Because this will teach you how do you manage a household so you both don't go crazy. And what I learned is resentment is the silent killer of intimacy. Like, for example, your wife says, well, it's always dirty here. And you then think, well, yeah, but I don't want to do it. And all these things. There's resentment and it's killing your intimacy. So if you have a system, a method, how to manage your household effectively, you're going to free up your time and you're going to free up your mind and you're going to improve your relationship. I love this book. Honestly, this book is probably written for women, but I think every man would really benefit from reading this book. At first, it sounds like a lot more work because typically women carry the baggage most often, but I think it is only fair to relieve our women from doing so many things. And it's going to serve us too. Like, I don't think I have more to do. I have a system so there's no resentment, no nagging, and it just feels so much better. Next up, we've got Your One Wild and Precious Life by Dr. Maureen Gaffney. And this is a brilliant book about the different stages in life that you go through and the different patterns that we have, and I learned so much about this that I did an episode, two episodes, on those nine different life stages. I highly recommend that you check that out because it is such a game changer to understand these different life stages and the key patterns and the key themes for each stage. Next up, we've got Atomic Habits. Brilliant book. Loved it, over 4 million copies sold, and it changed my life. It changed how I see habits, how I approach them, and it explains change in a simple manner. Let's just put it that way. Next up, we've got Tribal Leadership, and this is a good book, really highly recommended. 
Again, I don't remember that much. It's been two years since I read this, but it got me thinking. So really helpful book. Now we've got The Everyday Hero Manifesto by Robin Sharma. I love this book. It is bite-sized lessons. Like this book has, I think, over 100 chapters, 101 chapters. So they're each like three to four pages long. And there's so much value in this book, so much to learn. And I love Robin Sharma. Like I love his teachings. I invest in all of the courses he creates. And this is just a fantastic read for everyone who wants to build a life on their terms. Next up, we've got Lifespan by David A. Sinclair. Why we age and why we don't have to. And this is a brilliant book all about longevity. So David A. Sinclair is a researcher, I think at Harvard. Um, yes, at Harvard Medical School. And he's a wealth of wisdom. Let's just put it that way. You can learn so much about longevity, well-being, preventing disease. So I think everybody should read this book. The next one is by Gabor Mate, which is When the Body Says No, The Cost of Hidden Stress. And this is a brilliant book. It talks about how stress, unconscious stress, can create disease in the body. So what he talks about is that cancer, heart disease, and all these different autoimmune diseases are often a result of stress that accumulated over time and just is wearing the body down. So this is a highly recommended read and it gives you so much insight and awareness of what are my patterns, what could I do differently, how can I avoid getting sick later, how can I take care of myself. Next up what we have is we have Measure What Matters. It's by John Doerr. It's all about OKRs, which is a different way to set goals. I really like this book. It's a good method for setting goals. And the biggest companies in the world use it. It's used by Google, the Gates Foundation, also by Mindvalley, for example. So this is a good, solid introduction to goal setting on how it should be done. Next up, you've got Sapiens by Yuval Noah Nahari. And this is all about a brief history of humankind. So it goes back to like the beginning of what we know and it just teaches you about the history of humankind. It teaches you about the world and how it evolved and how we are who we are today. For example, what he teaches is that agriculture for a long time was actually a big trap. When our ancestors were just going through the savannah and had no fixed home, they had a good life. They were getting what they got from the environment and moved on. Now, when agriculture was introduced, it was a big trap because people actually got a lot poorer and there were more wars and conflicts just because the concept of pr property was first introduced. Before, nobody had any property and only over the last 200 years have we really profited from agriculture on a mass scale, where not only a few have what it needs to really live a good life, but the masses can enjoy a good life because they have what they need and don't have to struggle so much. So this is a great book 
Next up, we've got You're Invited by John Levi. And this is a great book about influence. Again, I highly recommend it. Everybody should learn about influence, but let's move a bit quicker. Next up, we've got Permission to Feel by Mark Brackett. And it's all about emotions. It's all about how do you recognize what you feel? How do you label it? Because if you can't label it, then you have no awareness. And if you have no awareness, you can't change your emotional state. So this is all about teaching you how do you recognize what you feel and then how do you do something about it? Next up, we've got Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order by Ray Dalio. And this is a fantastic read, like brilliant. I love Ray Dalio. The ideas he shares are so brilliant. And what he did in this book, he looked on the past 500 years and recognized a pattern of how empires rise and fall. And he deconstructed that in this book and it really shows you how maybe the American empire is declining and the Chinese empire is starting. And I really love the arguments in this book. Highly recommend it. Why nations succeed and fail. Nothing more to say. The next one is by Peter Vogt, Seven Rules to Seven Figures, which is all about business execution. How do you take your ideas and execute them at the high level so that you really perform at your best and build the business and the freedom and the lifestyle that you want to have. This is a really good book. Next up, we've got How to Not Die Alone by Logan Yuri. And I loved this book. There are so many insights about dating and how you should do it right. And even if you're already in a committed relationship, I highly recommend learning about this because this can literally change your relationship and how you approach it. Next up, we've got another book by Jim Collins, Beyond Entrepreneurship. Again, read any of Jim Collins' books, they're amazing. Next up, we've got The Telomere Effect by Elizabeth Blackburn and Alyssa Apple. And what they found is that telomeres are actually the key to longevity. They're the key to keeping you young. And this book, it is really easy to read. When I bought this, I thought like, well, yeah, it's probably going to really be complicated to understand it, but it is really easy to read. And I really understand the concept of telomeres after reading this book and what I can do to keep my telomeres young and healthy so I can enjoy a, a good life. So this is really highly recommended. Then the next one we've got Eat Smarter by Sean Stevenson, a great book on nutrition, what you should eat, how you should eat, principles for eating, just a great book. And Sean has a really a funny way of teaching, so it's not a boring read, and he knows what he's talking about. Like he is at the top of his game. Next up, we've got The Buddha and the Badass by Vishen Lakhiani. And Vishen Lakhiani is the founder of Mind Valley, the big education company. And I really like this book, like the approach. It's about the spiritual art of succeeding at work. And it's all about how do you lead at work? How do you create a unified team, unified execution model? So this is really great, highly recommended. The next one that we've got is Radical Candor by Kim Scott. And this is a brilliant read. It's about be a kick-ass boss without losing your humanity. Highly recommended for everyone who wants to be a leader, wants to be a manager. And now 
we're on to, I think, the last 10 books. We've already made it. Next up, we've got The Nuclear Effect, The Six Pillars of Building a Seven-Plus Figure Online Business by Scott Alford. And this is a good book. Didn't change my life, but I really like the ideas. I like the journaling questions inside. Next up, we've got Big Money Energy by Ryan Serhant. Ryan Serhant is the star of a TV show and he's like a famous real estate agent, has a great YouTube channel. And I really like this book, like the concept behind it. Next up, we've got Brandon Kane and Hook Point. Hook Point is about how do you stand out in a three second world where everybody's attention spans are so short. And this is a great book about, well, how do you capture attention? And how do I keep it? And Brandon Kane is someone, he worked like a, as a social media manager for the biggest brands and celebrities. And then at some point he decided, I'm going to do this myself for my own brand. And he set himself a challenge to get a million followers within 30 days. And that's what he did. And here in this book, and he has another book, he really deconstructs that method that he used. Next up, we've got Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. It's a great book about sales, leadership, marketing, execution, management, personal productivity, and more. Highly recommended, really short read, loved it. Next up, we've got Conscious Leadership. The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership and this is really a really good book. One of the key lessons is um, your commitments are revealed by the results that you're getting. Highly recommended. Next up, we've got A Radical Awakening by Dr. Shefali. And this is all about how Dr. Shefali discovered her own power and discovered her own worth and her story of awakening and setting free from society's expectations. I can recommend this, not the best book I ever read, but I do like it. Next up, we've got The Alter Ego Effect, The Power of Secret Identities to Transform Your Life by Todd Herman. And Todd Herman is a performance coach who works with athletes, for example, and he often teaches them how to be in the zone when it matters most by using alter egos. Really recommend it. It's something that you rarely hear, hear about, but I really loved it. Next up, we've got There's No Plan B for Your A Game by Bo Eason. And this is a brilliant book. This is one of the best books I've ever read. And it's about how do you become the best in the world at what you do? And this is like, if you don't know Bo Eason, go onto YouTube and type in Bo Eason Mind Rally and look that speech. Watch that speech. It's 53 minutes long, but it is amazing. Like the best speech I have ever seen. Highly recommended. Bo Eason, really great guy. So highly recommended. Next up, we've got How to Avoid a Climate Disaster by Bill Gates. And this is a really good book about climate change and what we can do to really find solutions and I really like this book, changed my perspective so much. So I highly recommend it. Next up, we've got Barack Obama's A Promised Land, which is all about his story. I think there's a second book coming out because it's only about until his first term as a president. But this is really great about a story of his upcoming his struggle to become president at some point. 
He wanted to give up being a politician and become a lawyer. But he persevered because he won an election. And he literally had a deal. If he doesn't win that, then he was going to do something else. But then he became president just a few years later. Just an incredible story. Teaches you so much about what it really takes to succeed in such high-stake positions. I mean, being the president of the United States is not an easy job. It is not an easy job. And I found it so interesting to learn about, well, how do you succeed in that role? And of course, not everybody loves Barack Obama. Of course not. But that's impossible. That's literally impossible. So I really liked this book. It got me so many insight. And then the last book, we're almost there. The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. I really like this book. It's all about, well, most people play a finite game. They're trying to go somewhere. And when they achieve that goal, they think they are there. But business is so much about the infinite game. The game never stops. And you play for the sake of the game itself. You play for the sake of the game itself. And it is a different attitude towards business. So I really loved this book. And with that being said, we're done. 80 books. Now, what I'd like to hear from you is, what's one book that changed your life? And if you're still watching, could you smash like? That really helps this video to spread to more people. And you're amazing. Like this is probably an hour long or so. But I wanted to share these books because I always love getting new book recommendations. My Amazon list where I bookmark like those books I want to read. It's like 10 pages long or so. But I just love this. I love to read books. Books have changed my life. And I know that habit of reading, it will always pay off. So with that being said, I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next video.